You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of the Bam Bam Podcast. Here today I'm going to discuss housekeeping uh, regarding receivers season uh, right now the time of this recording this season 37 week two day three after that stream uh, I'm, I'm just going to discuss Bruce City's season so far my players season so far I'm discuss some other things regarding probably boy the Boise Raptors season my major league team and some things regarding the all-time leaderboards for the Bears. I hope you enjoy. Uh, as a little disclaimer, I gotta say my voice is sounding worse than usual, so I have been having like a cold since since New Year's Day. Uh, it seems just like a tradition. Every year is like that, so yeah. Uh, sorry for that. Okay. 20th uh, of June, uh, June, uh, the year 2053. Right now, Bruce City Bears are 23 and 25, with 12 games uh, below the Kansas City Hepcats, which are the leaders in the West Division. I've got to say, I expected this given given the the massive the massive hit that our team took uh, just after winning the World Series when Green Wall, OTT Wizard, Bell Cove, Drop Ball, Willie Miller, if I'm counting those correctly. Those those were I would say along along myself uh, and multi-man, those were the, the the core of the team, and losing them has been a struggle, especially uh, for pitching staff, which I've got to say, it hasn't always been the best, but last year it, uh, it improved marginally uh, at, a, at a rate that was acceptable uh, given our amazing offense, so we uh, we were lucky for the stars aligned, and that that not only that play of window, but that that opportunity to contend for the championship, we're lucky. Uh, we were lucky to to win it when when we did, because I gotta say, the next years uh, in Bruce City will be will be str- a struggle I, I'll have to admit because right now just to count uh, first of all batting stats and rankings 6 in batting average 6 in OVP 5th in slugging 5th in uh, in OPS 4th in run score 6th in hits 5th in uh, extra, bay hit, extra base hits 6 in home runs, 6 in walks, 
six, uh, sorry, fourth in strikeouts, which is bad, and first in stolen bases, uh, courtesy of myself and Jack Summer. Which, yeah, like mid-tier offense, which it's not bad, given that there are uh, eight spots uh, for the playoffs, and once you once you go to the playoffs, anything can happen. But then we go to the to the pitching, which uh, has always been a as I, as I said a weakness of of the city. Eighth in ERA, seventh in start in starters ERA, ninth in bullpen ERA, ninth in runs allowed, eighth in hits allowed, eighth in opponents in opponents the average, seventh in Babbitt. 9th in home runs allowed, 7 in walks, and ninth in strikeouts. So, as you can see, we, we took a pretty big hit when Willie Miller uh, went up to the majors, and when Albert Chapman uh, had their, uh, their fifth season, which, yeah, users with, like, inactive, but that had enough TPE for in order not to suck <laughs> as as a pitcher, but like now the the core of the pitching staff is uh, FDR's Phil Donaghy, Rory's uh, Orion. Uh, sorry, Rory. I I won't pronounce that name well. Why would why would you have to create such a monstrosity of a name? Uh, Rory's origin, and that would be it for the the two good pitching uh, staff that we have. And even then, Phil Donaghy is having a really really bad season. I assume it's just uh, bad luck, uh, as as is the uh, origin as well, not having the best of seasons. So, it's a combination of bad luck and having uh, not the greatest bullpen in the world, I gotta say. I think, if I'm not mistaken, all of the bullpen, apart from two people, are, well, users. And the rest of them are bots. So, yeah, that's always a struggle. Uh, yeah, that's that the pitching. Regarding offense, regarding offense, the thing is, we don't have a bad team offensively. As I said, we're middle of the pack. So for the for the uh, offensive lineup of the Bruce, of Bruce City, present wise we're good. But in the future, uh, I'm I'm worrying about because. Probably some people have noticed I have grown to really, really, really like like all this probably like managerial stuff in PBE. Uh, so thinking of uh, playoff windows and when to reveal, reveal sorry, when to uh, tank for those uh, draft picks and when to go all out. It's, I, I love the, uh, those 
those kind of things. And now looking to the future, like I assume that Jack Hammer will go up to the majors next season. Uh, Jordan Gonzalez, my player, I I am ninety percent sure that I'll choose to go up to the majors next season, and I'll talk uh, about why uh, in a little later. Uh, with Javier Bolivar, he just uh, maxed out in TPE, so I don't know if uh, he will want to uh, go up to the majors as well. So right there, er, the the three, the three, the first three uh, spots in the lineup. I would say probably the best three players in in Blue City right now. And yeah, all gone next season. That's that that's concerning to me. That that's really concerning. So, hope like my my goal for this team is we just get to the that playoff spot, uh, that wildcard spot. I am assuming that we will uh, take the wildcard spot because Kansas City is long gone by now. I think. Uh, and just hope that the OGP gods like favor us in, in the playoffs as much as they can. Okay, regarding Jordan Gonzalez, there are good things and bad things. Things that I like uh, that have happened throughout the season and things that I don't like. First of all, the things that I like. In the league, uh, batting leader force. Uh, he's fourth in batting average with a point three fifty three. It's fifth in OBP with four twenty two, which is really really good I have to say. It's fifth in RC twenty seven which eight point sixty eight. And what else? He's fourth in singles with fifty nine. He is the leader in stolen bases, which I'll have to say, uh, I think by the end of week one, uh, I was like kind of scared because it was really, really close with with Jack Hammer and with Dale Mustang. So I'm I'm thinking, oh no, what is happening here? Oh no. So I'm glad that that the the only thing that I maybe can gloat about and just be the most proud of with Jordan Gonzalez that is uh, his stolen he ability to steal bases it's kind of intact I'll have I'll, I'll have to say some things about the deficiency later on so yeah those are the spots in the leaderboard overall I I really like how the Jordan Salas season is going. Obviously, I would, I I was expecting to be on an MVP uh, season by now, given how last season went. But it's 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 shaping good for now. The thing is, and yeah, it's a really big uh, asterisk in this. A unsustainable and outstanding batting average on balls in play 
410410 that's that's crazy that's that's super unsustainable and i hate to say it like uh, i i will expect uh, on the coming months of this season that uh, my production will decrease cuz obviously like regression to the mean that that for 10 babbit it's totally unsustainable i expect to finish with a i don't know 370 360 babbit as i did last season but that's that's aided uh on a lack of walks and a rise on my strikeout rate which is concerning uh to say the least which is really concerning because last season i uh, have this information here yeah last season I had 74 uh, walks uh, in comparison to 65 strikeouts last season so uh, walking more than I'm um, striking out that's that that's my goal that's one of my goals I have to say and obviously that aids my OVP and that aids that my that that is a cause for my Babbitt no be, uh, beans uh, so high this season. Given that obviously uh, Babbitt counts uh, at bat, not plate appearances. So it's obviously I'll have more at bats, but the the fact that the Babbitt so high means that my strikeout rate is. Like not really high in comparison to last season, but it's on pace to be probably 80 strikeouts. Which, uh, yeah, I I'm not blessing about. But the silver, I'll have to say, the silver lining in all of this is that I only have this season. I've only have uh, two uh, ground uh, grounded uh, double plays, which, yeah, I prefer. Being, being the lead of hitter, I pre I much prefer striking out that uh, grounded into double play. But yeah, uh, that's one thing that concerns me. The other thing is what I uh, said previously: my stolen base efficiency. I think in one game, I don't remember which which game, I was caught stealing twice. And that signaled to me like, oh no, what what is happening here? So, so yeah, I checked. So uh, at the time of this recording, 37 stolen bases and five. I'm sorry, and seven cock stealing for stolen base efficiency of 84.1, which it's not bad. It's 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 higher than the than the than the average, than the accepted average of uh, 75, which is uh, what all hitters have to aspire for, uh, but that's not the rate in which I want Jordan Salas to, to steal bases. Like for me, 90, 90 plus, 90 percent plus is, is, is the goal, and it's, the, it's what I deem acceptable. Uh, as a as a primarily uh, speedster, that's what I what I need to to do because uh, as I ramble on about 
especially last season, I won't have the slogging percentage to compete with the best hitters in the uh, in the league, and that's why I lost the the MVP last season, and that's why I won't be like at this rate I won't be MVP this season, not even close, because I don't have the slogging percentage. I only have 42 power, in comparison to people that have 50 power and are doing really great. People that are doing 60 power that are doing really great as well. So my, my goal has to be walk a lot with a 51 eye. Just get on base uh, by any means necessary. And some people might be thinking, oh, you're like fourth in, in singles. Uh, that's not kind of good, but for me it is because uh, getting on base uh, by any means necessary is the goal for me. Like once I'm on base, I'm supposed to just get on second base by stealing it. And once I'm in second base, like in scoring position, either Jack Thomas or Javier Bolivar can just score a run. That's how that's how last season went. Like. I was leader in runs uh, on the league. I right now I'm single season leader uh, for the verse in runs. So that's how we, that's how the offense went last season. But right now, if I'm not stealing as many as many bases as I want, if I'm getting caught stealing like a lot, if I'm not walking as as much as I want, even though I have a uh, 422 OBP, which it's really, really good. Like my game is not. I, I'm, I'm, I think, it, I'm thinking I'm just going to regress to the mean, especially with that bonkers uh, Babbitt. So that's my, I would say that's my my pessimistic, and I'm known for being pessimistic. So yeah, that's a staple of, of me, said the user. Uh, my my prediction is that I'll just regress to the mean and probably have a four war season by the end by by the end of the season, which is not bad, but it's not at the the level I expected, like being maxed in TPE. But enough about me. We'll just discuss uh, how the rest of the league is doing and I want to just highlight this this unbelievable season that James Dion is having right now he's he's projected to have 9.1 war at the end of the season which like breaks the, the war record like easily like without any problem at all. The scary thing is he only has a how to say yeah. He only has a three eighty Babbitt. Which it's not like it's not it'll regress to like the Babbitt will go I think three sixty at most. But that's still a, a, a amazing projection. With with a a really good uh, 168 WRC plus, which it's not at the heights of Kali Alvarez last season with like 200 plus 
uh, WRC plus. But it's it's scary that he's been like really good in in everything. I'll have to say defense, offense, <laughs> even even though I'm seeing here his statistics: twenty speed, twenty stealing, twenty base running. He's right now twelve stolen bases and no cock stealing, which it's well. Really good. Not not at the at the level of Jordan Salas, but at someone that has twenty twenty twenty. Like, I have to say, uh, I don't expect much regression to the mean for James Dion, and I'm really expecting a a <laughs> a, a a once a once in a generation season. I feel like a broken record here. Uh, I don't know if I should be. Thankful that my season hasn't gone that good uh, this year because <laughs> yeah, like it would be very painful to me if I have another MVP caliber season just to lose it, deservedly so, uh, to a once in a generation season. Uh, because yeah, as as I said many times here, I lost the MVP reservedly so uh, to Kali Alvarez last season to a once in a generation hidden season. So yeah, I don't know if you should be grateful for it or not. I just want to highlight this because I, when I saw uh, like I think two streams ago the index. He had a like three something war, and the rest of them have a 1.8, 1.7. The, the second place, and I, I was like, why is that pace? Like that's unheard of in in the minor league. So yeah, I'm I'm just yeah. Congrats to him. Like I think like he right now is the undisputed. Uh, MVP, uh, unanimous MVP. Uh, you never know with the regression to the mean, but I don't think he'll regress that bad. Uh, so, so uh, he, I he, I think he has the MVP in the back. I'll, I'll. This is my 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 bold, not so bold prediction. He has the uh, MVP in the back. Uh, will it be unanimous? Who knows? Who knows? But for me, that's the case. Nor a player that I'll want to discuss is Mega Blaziken. That's your name. I'll pronounce it like that. Mega Blaziken, which has been having a amazing hitting season and really, really good hitting season. With a 185 OPS plus, he's the leader in OPS plus uh, by a huge margin. Like uh, second place is James, the aforementioned James Ian. With 166, it's like really, really good. So obviously, his projected WAR for this season is 5.5, which is a far cry from the ninth, a ninth WAR of uh, James Ian. But yeah, you 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 can't expect that for for a DH. Uh, yeah, uh, remind me of of Cali Alvarez. Yeah. 
USSDH, my, my, my Vietnam War flashbacks, uh, if you will. What else? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing here, I'm now in, in, in OTP uh, 23, not on the index anymore. I'm just seeing here. Yeah, I'm the I'm the leader in installing bases with 37, but I'm also the leader in cock stealing with seven, tied with Jaden Solinsky of the Amarillo Armadolas. That's that's not I'm not, I'm not proud of that statistic. And another thing about it, thing uh, talking uh, of statistics that mean a lot to me uh, is. Some people recall I, I I wrote a media article regarding uh, narrative ball and my biased statistics to make me look uh, better than I was I was currently in last season and one statistic that I put much much higher on was base running value basically it's the war equivalent of is the equivalent of basically the war for base for base running so it counts the uh, UVR it's the base running base running value as a whole counts uh, the stolen base value and another statistic that uh, I cannot uh, remember right now, but yeah, uh, in that media article I talked about the last season Jordan Gonzalez BSR, which was twenty three point two. So I did I did a little bit of digging throughout PVE throughout both PVE and minor league history, and as I, as I saw the little research that I did because I'll, I'll have to admit I did it I, I didn't uh, go uh, all out in that research I was just looking superficially like uh, 30 minutes an hour and yeah as I said in the article it's the most valuable base running season ever both in P in the PVE uh, in the minor league PVE in in MLB because I said that the most VSR uh, it was I think Mike Trout with 15 if I remember correctly I saw in Pangraphs or it, I think it was Mike Trout with 15.4 something like that which yeah it's a far cry from the 23.2 display here so yeah just want to I like this and right now this season I'm having a 5.8 which I'll have to say it's not bad it's not bad uh, I can see here the projected uh, value but uh, yeah I, I won't go into that so yeah I'm regarding my base running I, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm if I'm good with it if, if I'm feeling satisfied with it, but I'm not feeling unsatisfied. That, that's what I'll say. And for the last uh, section of this podcast, 
I'll briefly, briefly talk about the Boise Raptors. Uh, right now they are 22 and 25, seven games uh, below the Vancouver Vandals, the leaders of the Legends West. Uh, they, they, they certainly can be in the playoffs. I expect them to be in the playoffs, even though uh, the things the team is not doing that good offensively. Speaking, they're just uh, middle of the table. Uh, regarding uh, pitching, yeah, they they have the I'll say the one of one of the best rotations in the in the PB and one of the best bullpens as well. But uh, funny enough, it hasn't like come to fruition that well. Like 15 starters ERA and 13 bullpen ERA, that's good, but that's not like the caliber I would expect from the staff that Derek Royce Jr. could catch Tom Brill and Nolanola has. So, yeah, thing, a, a bit of bad luck, I will, I will have to say. And, yeah, I, I expect for them to be uh, playoff contenders, especially after yeah, the, the, the really bad season that they have last last season, uh, which it came to me as a surprise, given that in 2051, yeah, 2051, if I remember correctly, I'll have to say if here, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, 2051, like, they want it all, they, they want it all uh, in 2051, even though they had a a record about 500 that season, and they were third. They, I think they, they won a Walter spot. Like, it was good, I think, uh, that they won it all uh, in a season in which they were pretty much stronger teams. But yeah, the, the playoffs, in the playoffs, everything can happen. Good. But that maybe was a Collection of things to come, especially next season, 2052, which they didn't do that good. So, what I'm saying is, uh, for 2054, given the state of the Boise Raptors, I really like them. I really like how they are uh, set up to, for the future. Uh, I think, uh, I'm, as I said, I'm 90% sure that I'll, I'll go up. Jordan Gonzalez will go up to the mayors to hopefully uh, aid uh, the Raptors as much as I can to yeah hopefully win it again uh, in the next three seasons. Uh, that that's my that's my goal for 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 the Raptors. So yeah, I, I hope I really hope they, they they are able to to clinch that playoff spot as well as the verse the Bruce City verse and hope that that we are able to clinch that playoff spot wild card or not. Uh, but yeah, this has been my review of what's happening what has been happening uh in season thirty seven of PB. Thanks for listening to the Batman podcast and I'll see you later. Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.